welcome to the podcast, Food Hoops and Other Things. Hi! <laughs> hey. You guys, we're back. It's week 14 of 375,000 weeks of the podcast. So this is really cool that we've made it this far. Really, really putting a dent in things. Jared, how are you doing, Ellen? Welcome back. How are we feeling, guys? Feeling really good. This is a good day. I couldn't agree with you more. I've not, I don't have a meat tray today, but I do have some meat and cheese and bread, actually. It's, it's kind of guys, a step up. Guys, check out the Instagram. Jared brought an unusual amount of meat today. Like a deconstructed sandwich. <laughs> well said. Yeah, so that was really cool. I'm checking the emails right now, and we have two emails. I'm not kidding. So we have an email from last week from Brother Nick in Santa Cruz, California. And he is he's kind of making some suggestions about ideas for the future, which I think are really cool. He's saying maybe call it food flicks and things. So maybe like focus on movies throughout the summer. No. Okay, cool. So <laughs> moving right along. We are doing our summer movie preview today. So that's exciting. So hopefully that tickles your fancy if you will nick <laughs> anyways this is a really cool idea he also suggested maybe some uh like a cooking section so maybe instead of like reviewing a food or reviewing a food and also like maybe a uh, a meal of some type that we like to make i think that would actually be kind of cool so instead of like bringing in a meat tray i should like cook my own meat tray and then bring it in uh sure <laughs> i think he means more like well he said he gets home around seven thirty or 8 and he you know just has been snacking all day doesn't know what to make for dinner he we could point him in the right direction i i don't hate the idea do you guys do much cooking at your house sometimes i would be inspired by the pod to, to cook some things yeah that would be cool Hi, Nick. A uh, crock pot? Question mark? Maybe you should check one of those guys out. Throw it in the morning, cook it for eight hours, high, He's getting start married simmering this low. Summer, so I wouldn't be surprised if Ooh. they put that on their registry. And if they didn't, maybe Food Hoops and other things will get them one. Maybe we could sponsor that. That'd be cool. Since we're bringing in a ton of dough at these sponsors left and right. It's oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> and then he said, he talked about the NBA, said, I know people hate LeBron. He's easy to hate, um, mostly because he's probably single-handedly beat your favorite team this year so whoever your favorite team is he's probably beat them which is true but he goes on to say that um it's pretty amazing that he's going to his eighth final in a row um i couldn't agree with him more that that is an incredible feat that he has accomplished and we'll obviously get into that later but thank you for the email nick and then we have an email from another listener mr andy <laughs> Which I didn't know your name was Andy. Wait, Toy Story Andy? No, this is uh this is brother Brett. So um what's up, Brett? How are you doing? Um he has a product he wants to wants us to review. I was introduced to Trader Joe's popcorn in a pickle this weekend. Interested to hear your take on this unique tangy treat. Definitely gotta like dill pickles to truly appreciate. And then he signs it. Loyal, loyal listener, first-time emailer. <laughs> and he provided a picture. Thank okay, you, so I've seen this product. Is it a hollowed-out pickle with popcorn in it? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> That's what I'm picturing in my mind, a fat dill pickle hollowed-out <laughs> with popcorn inside of it. <laughs> Definitely not. Ellen, are you familiar with this product? Yes. I think 
I don't know if it just comes out for the summer because I remember it last summer actually. Okay. Um, it's kind of fun. I think it's kind of fun. Are you a pickle fan? Um, yeah, I have my moments. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just come out and say it. Not a pickle fan. Always take them off my burgers. Always avoid them at all costs. I'm not a pickle guy, but Brett, you better believe I'm willing to try this product. Because if you like it, I'll probably love it. You would like pickles with Kool-Aid, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're not doing that. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Do you guys will recall from an early episode <laughs> when Jared pours Kool-Aid power on his dill pickles. <laughs> My wife hunkers down on dill pickles. Every day she has a dill pickle with like turkey meat and mustard. She goes bonkers for it. I'm just not into it. But I we should try this product. I would be into that. We totally should. Thanks Good for emailing Good suggestion, us. Brett. I tried a great Trader Joe's product actually this weekend. Can I tell you about it? <laughs> yeah, what'd you eat, man? They have a new spicy Cheeto. I saw that. Like Trader Joe's hot Cheeto version. It honestly is like a Trader Joe hot Cheeto, but... I personally felt much better about eating the Trader Joe's version as opposed to the vibrant red <laughs> styrofoam ones that Hot Cheetos are, you know? The puffs are incredible. The puffs are good. Don't get me wrong. I love Hot Cheetos, but I never feel like I've done something good for myself. <laughs> Whereas these are like, they look like just regular old Cheetos. So I don't know. Is that a weird take? <laughs> I've been intrigued by them. I'm glad you tried them. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Do they come with like a hint of lime? Like, you know how like hot Cheetos yeah, has like lime flavored or They do not, whatever. but they are generally a bit tangier than your traditional hot Cheeto. So kind of meeting of the minds, if you will. <laughs> Does it come in a fry version? It's like only the hot fry. Cheeto fries. Those are the best ones, oh, by the way. Oh. The hot Cheeto fries are way better than the Sorry. puffs and the crunch. They do not. And I've never had those. Because I didn't know that was a thing. Totally missing out. They're incredible. I'll try them. They're not as puffy as the puffs. Sure. But still have that like styrofoamy, like, <laughs> you know, crunch to it. It's really Absolutely, good. Absolutely, man. You guys got to try it. Guys, have a good weekend. Anything new, noteworthy? Jared, you hit the zoo up. I did hit the zoo. Yeah, the zoo is cool. Um, lots of cool animals. Rare. I saw a shredded bunny in one of the cages. Had no yeah, idea how that tell, got in there. Tell that story. This is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I kind of just did. The bunny was shredded in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it was horrible. Really funny. Um, flamingos, they were they were cool. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool animals. I mean, the zoo is really fun. But it's kind of like Disney. Like, once you've gone a couple of times, it's like, I could not come back for a few years. It'd be totally fine, you know? I know. I'm in a place in my life where I'm like, a zoo just sounds expensive and a lot of work. Yeah. But... I want to take my kids someday, I think. Yeah. I think you'd like it. No, yeah, for sure. I'd say wait till they're like maybe two, three. I think it's better that way when they can actually realize what's happening. My son, he, um, if you say, what sound does a lion make? He says, rawr. And then if you say, what sound does a dog make? He says, rawr. <laughs> Any animal is rawr. So. That's awesome. It's I'm pretty surprised funny. Abby can make that noise when she's so small like that. That's kind of weird. Wow, Jared, <laughs> you're on fire. <laughs> But yeah, that was cool. Zoo was fun. We had some good food there. Love it. I had some fish and chips. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beer battered fish. Yeah, it was from Love the pond that. just south side of the zoo. It was really cool. Cool, um, man. Yeah, I went to a, a wedding or baby shower this weekend. Okay. And they they play this game where like they melt chocolate bars and diapers. 
Oh, yeah. And you have to, like, guess what candy bar it was. Yeah, I totally tasted it. And everybody was like, oh, so funny. Weird. Cool, man. Sounds like it was a good weekend. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Had some good food. Had some good laughs. Good fun. <laughs> what, what more could you ask for? Ellen, weekend? Good? Cool? Good weekend. I went to Arcade Coffee Roaster's one-year anniversary. Saw that on the Instagram. That was cool. They totally rock. Shout out to them. Yeah. You don't go there and you're in the ribs. You're missing out. What was at the party? So probably um, a DJ looked like or a playlist of some type. <laughs> <laughs> there was tunes. Okay. They had like a pizza guy come. Um, Speak my Wix language. Brewery had like a special beer. Okay. That actually had their coffee in it, which was really cool. Fun. Um, yeah, it was a really cool thing. It was a cool time. They're like just such a great place. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. People. Support the locals. I love it. All right. We are going to, we're going to get into some food. Okay. So we, we've been, uh, we've been hinting at this for a couple weeks now. Pretty fired up about it. It's been in my desk drawer for going on a month now, but this is the Hershey's Gold Peanuts Pretzels Bar. So it's, uh, it just looks cool. Like this is one of the cooler packagings I've seen for a Hershey bar, which has always kind of intrigued me. It sounds like this was one of those, like, we're going to try this out, see if it goes well. If it does, we'll start making it a, you know, a local option, um, which I'm assuming they tried with the Diet Cola Oreos that we tried. I always call them diet. Yeah. They're not diet. How can you make a diet cookie? No, the um, <coughs> Cherry Cola Oreos. But this took off and it sold and now it's like a regular product. So we're going to try it. I'm going to open it up right now. Um We'll just get this party started. Yeah, I saw at the store today they even have like mini versions now already. Like of in like these? Yeah, of those. I remember they were hyping them around the time of the Olympics. Do you guys remember there was commercials for it? Okay. Like Apollo Ono, the speed skater guy, he was in a commercial for it. Didn't know that. Yeah. I remember the hype. Okay, it Look also at the squares. The it's squares are like squares. displayed really fun. So I don't know how to describe that, but they're it's different. more of like a mosaic rather than like super linear. Yeah, I like that. It kind of looks like a classic like brick, like outside flooring like layer. You know what I'm talking about? It does. It does. Um, it has like kind of a like a nice. Are these smell peanut to butter? <laughs> Heavy peanuts. All right, let's just. You guys ready to rock? Initial impression: tastes like peanut brittle. It does. Like that sweet, a little bit creamy, peanutty taste. With a little crunch. Much softer. Much softer, less like hard on the roof of your mouth. Not tasting much pretzel. I can confidently say I'm not too fond of this. Okay. Where's the chocolate? Well, <laughs> it's a Hershey bar. It's a caramel chocolate. <clears throat> so it's new. It's unique. I didn't sign up for this. I want a chocolate well, Hershey technically bar. Technically, you did sign up for it. <laughs> um,. I like the salty kick to it. I think that's kind of nice. It w- it would be better if it was a little bit crunchier, I think. Like, it doesn't have that snap. And maybe that's because it was in my desk drawer for so long, but... The summer is heating up. Yeah, it is getting warmer. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Like, the... Pe- I, another issue I think I have is, like, I don't like the mashed peanuts. But the peanuts are, like little niblets you know like they're really really tiny like they're blended up so i feel like they're going to be in my teeth for the rest of the day which i'm I'm not crazy about that 
I've never been much of a just a classic dry roasted peanut fan most of my life. The base of the candy bar reminds me a little bit of the cookies and cream base where sure. it's like just kind of like a more creamier, almost like a white chocolate. Mm-hmm. But this does have like a more caramelized element. So I saw this timeline on the Internet when I was researching this product. And Hershey's only this is only like their fourth mainstay, which is crazy. So they had the classic milk introduce the uh, dark like quite a bit later like i feel like it was in the 90s no it must have been like the 80s or something and then the cookies and cream came out in the 90s which personally i'm a huge fan of the cookies and cream chocolate bar i've always been a white chocolate fan and i feel like they really nailed it with that product i agree with you i love that you do i hate it and then they made this whole fuss about like this is this is the new hershey bar and I don't know if it if it should have taken off the way it did. They've done everything right, in my opinion, as far as the packaging, the look of the product. I think a caramel chocolate bar sounds really good, and it's something I'd totally be willing to try. But I don't know. Like, I don't think I like the peanut pretzel combo. I like the saltiness, but I don't like the peanut option. Yeah, when I think of, like, a salty chocolate bar, I think of those take fives. Where, like, the pretzels are discernible. You know you got a pretzel on that bite. Absolutely. I would say that's more successful. Yeah, I For that type of genre. But, yeah, I, uh, (laughs) I'm not crazy about this product either. Like, I like it. I'm glad it exists. I'm glad I got to try it. But don't go running out there to the, you know, when you're checking out, you notice it. Remind yourself that food hoops and other things. Would you rather try this Hershey bar or that Oreo we tried last week? Ooh. If I had like a side-by-side comparison, probably this. For sure this. <laughs> yeah. For sure this. There were no secret popping in my this mouth. This looks fun. Like this, This it was marketed very well, I feel like. But I don't know. I, I think for me, I was expecting more of a caramel taste like i feel like if they had a layer of caramel in between it would have been the best thing ever like you know the uh, cadbury chocolate bars with caramel i go bonkers for that stuff cadbury is a league of their own that's true i shouldn't compare that was rude of me so when you were saying gold bar to me over the last few weeks i was thinking like i opened the wrapper there's like a gold wrapper in like around the chocolate bar oh you were expecting like a milk chocolate bar yeah, with like maybe some like caramel gold in the middle of it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of like what I was saying, like a layer of caramel. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. actually thinking like it's gonna be brown, <laughs> or, like it's gonna be a gold color, you know? With yeah, it is a and it's not gonna be brown. chocolate. Yeah, because I saw Hershey's. I, my mind instantly just went like, oh, it's gonna be milk or dark chocolate with like the caramel gold. I don't, you know? That's a that's a fair point. I thought I just assumed you were had seen this, so I apologize for that, dude. I'll take the credit for that one. Let's give our final chops. Do you guys want to do that? <laughs> Ellen, what are your chops yeah. on this? I would just say I think it's just mediocre. I'm going 2.5 out of 5 chops. That's a fair chomp, yeah. 2 out of 5. I wouldn't buy it. Don't go buy it. Yeah, I'm going 2.5 as well. They they did something right, I think, with the pretzel. Like, that's where I keep going back to. Like, that's a nice sensation with the chocolate department. I like the, the meaning of the minds with that. Um, any final thoughts on this, Ellen? Anything? No? 
Nah, I probably won't. I probably choose cookies and cream first. Yeah, the cookies and cream is so good. I honestly would give that a five out of five chops. Same. That's the best Hershey bar money can buy. All right, sweet. So that was that product. Um, Next week, Jared will be bringing something in, which could be uh, anything. All right, so cool. When we come back, we're going to talk about the NBA. Here with us for the first time giving a uh, a review of the Game 1 performance, we have J.R. Smith. Welcome, J.R. J.R., huh? you there? Huh? Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, man. Can I just ask a couple questions? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I, I know it's been a, a few few days now, but the end of Game 1, like, where were you? What happened? Because we asked LeBron, and, and he didn't seem to be able to answer for you so we thought it would be good for you to answer i can't even tell you where i was at that moment well, you weren't like you're saying like you weren't at the basketball arena playing? Well, i was there i just don't know what was going on <laughs> it, it was clear you had no idea what was going on can i ask just another question yeah you had a lot of options you could have passed it to lebron you could have just threw the ball right back up maybe do an easy jumper I mean, heck, you could have called a timeout. You had another timeout left. But you didn't do any of those things. What happened? See, what was happening was I thought we were ahead by one. Oh, so you didn't know the actual score of the game. Like I said, I didn't know what was going on that day. (laughs) I actually believe you 100%. Okay, cool. So that was a little ad-libbing we just did. Uh, Welcome back to the program. Uh, We have game one and game two of the NBA Finals. Locked and loaded, and the Warriors have a two-one or sorry, a two-zero lead. Ellen, initial reactions. Where are you at? How was this finals? I left. I we. I left off after the last round, not confident. Right. I don't <laughs> and, know if anyone did. And now here we are. It feels like last night confirmed. I think the Warriors are back. They're doing their thing. I could not good. agree with you more. Yeah. How about that game one ending though? That. I had a similar um, sentiment in my heart when I was on the couch as I did from the previous series. Like, how is this happening? Yeah. Why is it this close? And then, uh, yeah, our buddy JR, who I think the entire stadium gave a standing ovation last night, too. They did. Yeah, they were so excited. (laughs) I think we all feel that way. And he did a great job and let us us win. I think it really actually helped. uh, Well, not help, but I think it got in his head. Like, he played horrible last night. Which is not super surprising, but, like, I don't think that helped him at all. No, he has to feel, like, the worst person. I think he had, like, five points. Yeah, he had, (laughs) he was one rebound, two assists, and five points, which is bad. And he played 31 minutes, so that's (laughs) that's really bad. He was two for nine and one for four for three. Yeah, that sucks. Um, But that was a crazy ending, and I'm so glad it happened. I love, I mean, I, you know... Like, that's a moment. That that will forever be known as the JR game. <laughs> and there will fl- forever be GIFs and memes made from that moment. <laughs> the yeah. internet has gone wild. <clears throat> that was a crazy game. But I will say, up until that point, I mean, that was the Cavs game to win. And, and unfortunately, they didn't win it at the end. LeBron gave a stunning performance. And then it, it just ended really sad. So... I'm so disappointed in game one. J.R. Smith, you're the worst. We already knew that, though. Still take you over Jalen Brown. 
Oh my gosh. Anyways. Should we get into some stats of game one? Yeah, let's get into some game one stats. All right, so important stats. Cleveland shot 44% from the field. Golden State shot 51%. So they were actually a little bit hotter of a team. Mm -hmm. Um, Total rebounds, though. I thought this was really interesting. Cleveland had 64 total rebounds to Golden State's 42. Wow. 19 offensive boards to Golden State's four. So that's where the huge discrepancy was. Definitely. Uh, which I thought was pretty crazy. Usually when you're getting offensive rebounds, you're getting second chance points. Yeah. It just didn't seem to happen for Cleveland. They just couldn't make those shots outside of LeBron's 51 points. So that was pretty crazy. Um, assists, the Warriors killed them. It was 31 for the Warriors, 18 for Cleveland. They had Gosh. 10 steals for the Warriors, 5 for Cleveland. Six block shots for Golden State, three for Cleveland. Uh, and then Cleveland had more turnovers for 12 versus 8. So it was just... Pretty crazy game across the board. It did look a little sloppy, but I think that was pretty common for like a game one of the finals. Yeah. They both just came out of a seven game series, you know, in the West Finals, East Finals. That was pretty brutal on both sides. Um, Every other game was pretty much a blowout by like 20 points. So they never really had consistency, and I think they're starting to find that now. But yeah, it was a pretty crazy game. LeBron went off, and Jarrett Smith totally ruined it for the whole Cavaliers team. It could be (laughs) one to one, or maybe Cleveland would have had that extra energy to come out a little bit harder game two and maybe potentially go up 2-0, but I'd probably say 1-1. Probably 1-1, yeah. But anyways, now they're down 2-0 and they're screwed, so who knows? Yeah, the Cavs won that first game. I mean, they won and then they lost, but I just like, you think about it and it's like, I I mean, I watched the whole game, obviously, and uh, the whole time I was thinking like, wow, like they were really prepared for this and they're playing fantastic tonight. And I... You know, the whole time thinking, like, this isn't going to happen every night. But if you get going like that, and if you're doing fundamental things that you need to do in order to beat the Warriors, I think they executed it very well. And LeBron had a, had arguably the best game of his career. But they lost at the end. Um, and that's really hard. Like, that's deflating. Like, I would be furious if I was him. And I sure, I'm sure he is furious. Uh, did you guys see his suit with shorts he wore yes <laughs> that was crazy. crazy for two games do you guys see the price tag on that yeah his whole wardrobe i think came out to like forty five thousand dollars forty four well his or bag something. Yeah. was forty one thousand dollars so that's that's what really that alligator skin yeah <laughs> those are cool anyways but his socks were ninety dollars i saw ninety that's more than i would pay for like an entire I, yeah i don't shirt. think i'd pay anything for that it's crazy um, okay, cool. So that Warriors took game one, um, and then they also took game two. But I think game two is far more convincing. Like, they just totally. looked more fluid, more in control the whole time. And then Curry started doing Curry things, and it was just insane. Insane. He had nine three-pointers, which let's let's break this down. So that's the most three-pointers in a finals game ever, which is, you know, that's awesome, but I'm not super surprised by that. And then <laughs> this is crazy. So he was 9 for 14 from 3. Do you want to know what the Cavs were? Yes. The whole entire Cavs team themselves was 9 for 27. So Curry single-handedly had as many threes as the Cavaliers, which the Cavaliers have built their team to be a three-point juggernaut. And obviously, they've had much better performances than tonight. But yeah, the Warriors won. They looked really good. Um, The Cavaliers looked really bad. Um, 
LeBron James was LeBron still shot fifty percent. He's yeah, good. Yeah, he, he dude. And Kevin LeBron loves James. <laughs> LeBron James' bad game is like any other player's like best game ever. Twenty nine, thirteen, and nine. I'd kill for that. Oh my gosh! Don't get me wrong. He played out of his mind as per usual, but not to the caliber that they need him to play. For guys like Larry Nance Jr., who had two points, and then Jeff Green couldn't make a three to save his life. And then, you know, Jordan Clarkson has been arguably the worst player on this team, yet they're, like, relying on him. Dude, he's getting roasted on Twitter, by the way. Have you guys seen know. this? Well, and I keep reading, like... I think he's the worst Cavs player that actually gets minutes right now. Oh, he far. for sure is. Him the or... Lakers trade looks great. Yeah, the Lakers got a first-round pick out of that. That's amazing. Um and then the Warriors, they just were on. They were, like, humming like nobody's business. And I think, like, a real tipping point for them was McGee, JaVale McGee. Like, he was lights out. He played, like, such a pivotal role when they really needed him. And I'm assuming the Cavaliers just assumed, like, this guy's useless. But he was 6-for-6 six six, along with Sean Livingston, who both of those guys were 100% shooting. Yeah, they went 11 for 11. That's freaking crazy. It's freaking crazy, dude. LeBron would kill to have teammates like that off the bench. And then Pachulia puts up six points, and he was only in for three minutes. Hey, like That's garbage time. <laughs> the Cavs had Clarkson in at that point. Come on. <laughs> Anybody's going to score. Like, they were playing really, really well last night. So that was good. And then on top of them just playing good, Curry puts up nine threes. So I think they're uh, – I think the Cavs are in big trouble. And then Clay Thompson, his injury, like, didn't even seem like a problem. So I mean, he went three from eight from three. I'm sure he could do better. He, what was yeah. crazy to me, though, is that the Warriors, dominated, <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors dominated. And Kevin Durant, like, went 10 of 14. He only attempted three three-pointers. Yeah. Like, he wasn't just jacking them up like he was against Houston. No, I know. Like, He's he was driving into better. that, you know, into the block and just pulling up on people 10 feet away from the hoop and just drilling them every time. My biggest takeaway so far from watching Durant in this series, which I feel like is different than last year. Like last series, I feel like he was the clear finals MVP. He just looked unbelievable. But this season, I feel like he's really like just taking advantage of people. Like he's shooting over people's entire, you know, person. Like, it, he towers over people, and he's making these shots like it's nothing. Well, it showed him pull up over LeBron, where LeBron was like actually contesting and jumping. Yeah. And I think like his forearm was halfway above Le- of LeBron's like top of his hand. So like clear line of sight. So crazy. It was like he wasn't even contested. It's just because he's like seven feet tall. It's insane. It's insane. It's truly insane. His limbs are like spaghetti. Like I don't understand. I know. I like watch him. I'm like, he's not even buff, but he does everything that yeah. you could ever want out of a basketball player. 611 will take you places for sure. That's what I hear. He's really good. And I'm excited for Brandon Ingram to turn into Kevin Durant. It's going to be great. <laughs> um yeah, so I don't know. My I think my prediction still stands. I think it's a four game sweep. The only thing I think that'll swing that is if the refs decide like we want this to keep going so we can make more money. But that would be annoying. That'd be the worst. But it happened last year, and I wouldn't be surprised if it happens again this year. Yeah, so. at least once. I feel yeah. like they're gonna get maybe one win. Yeah, I, and I think yeah. it'll be either game three or four. I don't think they're winning in Oracle. No way. Any final thoughts? Cleveland screwed. 
You think so? But I hope it goes like six or seven, but I just don't think they're going to be able to win these next two in Cleveland. Like, maybe not even one. Yeah, I know. And Well, it's just not, like, it's not surprising. Like, you get your hopes up after a game one, and then it's like, they, the Cavs were never in game two. There was never a moment where I was like, well, I Rhett think they were threatened. just so defeated from game one. Like, they didn't have the same fire, the same energy. Like, yeah. you could already tell LeBron was, like, tired. Like They got it within four at one point, but even then I was like, they're not yeah. They're not going to touch him. Like, yeah, I would say over. there was one point in game two where LeBron, like, made a driving three or um, driving layup, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it's like a five-point game. Like, they're answering pretty much every time Curry or someone's hitting a three. Like, they could respond here if they miss a few more shots. Yeah. But then they no. would respond perfectly. Yeah. And then turnovers, Curry hits three threes in a row, and it was like a 12-point game. And then I was like, yeah, they're done. An- another thing I was thinking about with the Warriors, my favorite play they've been running this entire uh, postseason has been the one where like a role-playing guy like uh, you know, like Jordan Bell will come or Quinn Cook has the ball low, like right underneath the hoop, and then dishes it to Curry. Or no, Curry has it, dishes it to Quinn Cook, and then Quinn Cook runs out to the side with Curry and dishes it between his legs, and then Curry shoots a three. It's insane. Like, that that's not, like, no one does that. But, like, the Warriors have, their three-point shooting is so good where they have to design plays like that where it's like, yeah, let's throw it through your legs. It's crazy. All right, so next week... I think we'll talk. I'm assuming we'll talk about the results of the finals and then probably that'll be that. So cool. Thanks for listening. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about our summer movie preview. Okay. Welcome back to other things. Today's topic, summer movies. Let's okay. chat about it. Let's chat about it. Ellen, what what are your what are you in like you you see the movies when do you get fired up about them? Do you like the summer movie? Do you not like the summer movie? Probably an unpopular opinion. I am more of a end of the year pre-academy award movie kind of girl. Sure. I'm not usually about the summer movies like the superhero movies, kind of like the action series, like the 12th movie in yeah. some franchise. Like I'm not usually about that. You like the more like unique award-winning unique, options, good, solid, like one of the best you've ever seen type of movies. That's, That's usually my jam. Okay, cool. But we'll see what's coming up. We'll see what's coming up. All right, Jared, how about yourself? Movie summer movie fan? Is there like seasons of when movies suck and when they're good? I don't get it. Usually, Christmas time and summer are like the major budget blockbusters. Like if you get. A release date during that time it's like really really great um the fast and the furious franchise for example they are historically like in the early days of that series they were always like the weekend after i forget exactly but it's like after this made like minor holiday when like basically no movies come out i feel like it's in like february or end of january but they were so successful and they made so much money that they hold like records for this release date, which is crazy. And now, I mean, obviously, oh, you know what? I think it's in April is when they usually come out. Something like that. Like just a historically a really bad day for the movies, but they like crush it each time. So 
to answer your question, yes, there are definitely times like, and then it's usually around Christmas or the summertime. Hmm. Good to know. So yeah, I like movies. I get really attached to stories, like Marley and Mia's with my whole family. We cried like babies. <laughs> that's a great summer movie. No, that was a Christmas movie, I think. Yeah. But like any story, that's just an example. But like, I will cry in movies. I'm not afraid to say it or admit it. I will cry. Lisa's seen it and she laughs at my face. You're a big softy when it comes to stuff. Yeah. Like, I, again, I just get connected to like a character, like a storyline. Yeah. And then I just get so like wrapped up in it. Same with like TV shows. Like, I just get so wrapped into it. But you also love like the uh, good the, movies, the sequels or like the, the Marvel movies and stuff. Yeah, right. Dumb and Dumber er classic. I agree. I like that one. Okay, cool. So you're a fan then. Yeah, I like movies. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like I I'm mixed. Like I I love and hate the summer movie. Like I I always go into it with very like high a- expectations and then I'm oftentimes like pretty disappointed. But you know what? That's okay. Like I'm really excited about this summer. This is I feel like this is one of the better summers for movies in a long time. Like there's a lot of original movies, which is very rare, but then again there's also quite a bit of sequels, which is okay with me if it's the right sequel. So I figured we'd do like our top three and then any that just like missed it. Do you have more than three, Jared? Yeah, <laughs> I've got like a list of like cool ones I think that are coming out by month. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it's like eight. Okay, cool. Is there a top three in that eight, or is there? No, I mean all gonna... these like pretty fun that I'd like definitely want to. All right, see. why don't you just feed us your your list? Here. Cool. So coming out in June, there's four of them that I think are pretty cool. Okay. Tag. Love tag. Looks awesome. Yeah. I would love to be part of a game like that that lasts a lifetime. Incredibles two. Throwing it back to childhood. I think it's gonna be a great movie. Fun for the family. Maybe not see it in theaters before tag, but it's gonna be one I want to see. So you would see Tag over Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sicario right. 2. Classic Sicario action. Yeah. Going to be sweet. Jurassic Weird, World. there's a sequel to that movie, I think. No, it makes sense, though. Well, it's just, it's weird. Like, that was like an independent movie, so it's kind of nice. But I think it's kind of cool. It's a great movie. I'm just surprised. All right, last one That's for it. June for me. Jurassic World. I will not see that movie. What? The first one was horrible. Dude, that I think one this one will be really good. It looks good. They all look good. I think it'll be good. Yeah, okay. For July, I got two. Equalizer 2. Denzel. Going to kill people in seconds. It's going to be sick. And then, you know, again, another sequel. It's actually like the eighth one they've made in the series, Mission Impossible. I just love action and love adventure like that. I think it's going to be a good one. The last Mission Impossible was really good. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Uh, For August, I got three. Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg. Never heard of it. You guys should check it out. It's pretty sweet. I think it's got a good Rotten Tomato review. Yeah. Um, there's also a comedy, Spy Who Dumped Me. Okay. I put that on my list, too. Kate McKinnon, Mila Kunis. That's why I like it. Kate McKinnon. This is like her first major starring role. It looks pretty funny. And then the last one, kind of like a heartfelt, softy one. It's called Dog Days. It's about <laughs> people and their connection to their dogs. <laughs> Sounds horrible. <laughs> it honestly looks funny. You guys have to watch the trailer. <laughs> it's PG. I can see why you'd like that. Great family friendly. You know, you're going to feel connected to your dog. If you have a dog, you want to see this. Cool, man. Anything else? Nothing else was on the list, but there's this one random one I saw that I'd be like, not really my style of movie, but I'd probably like be interested to like Redbox. Like if it was on Netflix, I'd definitely give it a watch. Yeah. It was called Eighth Grade. Okay. 
It just looks kind of like different, weird, not independent. Yeah, not my style of movie, but like could be like a good one to watch. Okay. Like one of our faithful listeners, Greta Anderson, I feel like that'd be a movie she would like to see. Greta and I talk about movies a lot, and we literally never agree on movies. Like she'll love something and I'll hate it, or I'll love something and she'll hate it. Lady Bird, for example, greatest movie ever made. She doesn't like that much. Maybe she does. I can't remember. All right, Ellen, tell us about your list. It's pretty short, you guys. I think the only thing that I am getting a little excited about is this Sicario. Oh, okay. I loved the first one. Totally loved it. I've told people to watch it. Big Sicario fan. I like that's like my type of movie, like a little drama. Sure, yeah. Little not action in the sense of like blowing things up, but like action in like there's a lot going on. But I also I um eighth grade caught my mind as well. It looks like it could be Ladybird ish. It has a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes score, like which it hasn't come out yet, so I don't know how it has a score, but it's coming out mid July and I'm intrigued by it as well. But to be honest, I don't really care about anything else at this point. But maybe something will strike my fancy on a commercial or a preview. Okay, that's we'll fair. See. So you're very true to the, uh, like, you're not fired up about Dwayne Johnson's skyscraper. No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right, so let me paint a picture for you guys. <laughs> the summer movie, to me, is like the exact opposite of the Oscar season movie. This is for the people who want to go to the movies and just get out of the heat Munch down on some popcorn, maybe get a wild cherry uh, Slurpee, or maybe you're a, a blue Raz guy. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> and just like lose yourself in a movie. It could be action, it could be comedy, doesn't matter. They have it all for you. And I love that. Um, so I've made a list. I have a top three list here, and then I have a bunch of randoms that I can't really decide between like what my favorites are. So number three, my I uh, I chose tag. I I agree. I think it looks super funny, super unique. Apparently, it's based on a true story. So <laughs> I'm in. Like a bunch of people playing tag for multiple years. Great plot. My second is going to be Uncle Drew. This is the Kyrie Irving basketball spoof video he did with I think it was Pepsi, right? Or something. He made like these spoof videos where he dressed up as an old man. Have you seen this, Ellen? I have not seen it. It's very this. funny. I'll show you. Okay. But yeah, so he made this character where he basically is dresses up like an old man and then goes to like the local playground and plays basketball with these people. But everyone thinks he's like this old guy. But then he's like unbelievable, like dunking on people, like just crossing people over like no one's business. That sounds hilarious. So funny. Anyways, now it's going to be a major motion picture, which has all the opportunities to be horrible. But I don't know. I I fall for this stuff all the time. Like Kevin Durant came out with Thunderstruck a few years ago, which is like a kid's movie where he's like, (laughs) it's kind of like Kazam in a way. But these movies are always terrible. But I just love basketball movies so much. I, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. And then my number one most anticipated movie and I hope you guys are ready for this one. It's called The Meg. And this is a shark movie. <laughs> Which to me, to me like a shark movie in the summer, there's nothing. That's like the pinnacle. You've reached a whole new world with that. This 
This is going to be the dumbest movie, but I'm in. I guarantee, I'm actually willing to bet, hold me to this, listeners, I bet it reaches a 70 to 75% on Rotten Tomato. I think it's going to be really good. I, I, I think it has all the makings to be like one of those classic shark summer movies. I will guarantee it'll be sub 25%. Okay, we should make that bet. Here's something you guys need to hear. This is very important. This is the tagline of the movie. And this is where it pushed me over the edge to, like, this is just going to be the best. Please to eat you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. That is the tagline for the movie. This is going to be like Sharknado status. Those movies are awful. But I think it's going to be more serious. than I think it's going to be like Deep Blue Sea. Did you guys see that movie? No. Oh, man. Go back. Yes, it's awful. It got like 10%. But it was great like it's awful but so it's how great. does that correlate that it's going to be 75 percent above for you oh i think it will be remember the shallows that movie reached like a 67 i guarantee this movie will be better than that just saying no here's a bunch of random movies i'm excited about as well spy who dumped me i think kate mckinnon she's hilarious skyscraper this almost made my list if dwayne johnson's in an action movie i'm gonna see it um, action point that just came out. This is like the jackass movie. Um, yeah, it's uh, not getting great reviews, so that's too bad, but I'm excited to see it. Incredibles two. I have very low expectations for this, but hopefully it's good. Um, the first purge. This is the newest in the purge series. No, I just saw a commercial for that. That looks awful. Absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> I've seen two of them. I didn't like it. It kind of okay. just freaked me out because I think it probably could happen one day. <laughs> Here's why I want to see this one because it's the it's like the origin story. Like, how did the purge actually get started? Kind of a cool idea, right? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how do we want to start killing people? Yeah, that's, well, that sounds great. Okay, fine. Next one is The Equalizer 2. Equalizer 1, one of the greatest, like, if you're home on a Saturday, it comes on. You can, like, start it up at any point. You're going to watch the whole movie. <laughs> it's just great. And then finally, we have Hot Summer Night. I don't know anything about this movie, but it's got an 80% on Rotten Tomato right now. So could be good. It looks like an art house movie. That's fine. I'm willing to try it mostly because it has the name summer in it. So that's the theme, you know, but yeah, honestly, I prefer to go into movies without knowing anything about them. I'm with you there. You just, it's like purely organic. Like I hate trailers. See, I watch like every trailer, like trailer one, two, three, and four. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do going into a movie. Why? Because you have all these. Th- it's why you hated A Quiet Place. <laughs> that movie was awful. No, that point made just now. It's no, why that movie was awful. No, if you went into it blind, every trailer had sound to it. I get to the movie, there's not a thi- a single thing of sound. Okay, but if you went into it. You know, not seeing a trailer and just watching the movie, I'm sure you would have had a much different response. I don't think so. I think it would have been like, what the heck did I sign up for? Is the sound not working with the guy up there? Like, well, what's let's happening? try that sometime. Preconceived ideas are only going to be met by disappointment when it comes Amen, to trailers. Amen, sister. I totally agree no. with you. No spoilers. Just go. Enjoy yourself. Okay, guys. That's our show. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>